Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing, keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say close. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is Flows for You. We got a uh, our awesome guest today. We got my friend Anthony Mosley. Right? Is, am I saying that correctly? You are saying it correctly. Awesome, awesome. And then we always have Trey, as always, on the podcast. Hey, Trey. What's up, man? How's it going? Um, now Trey at the moment is working, so he's actually uh putting toys in aisles of crowded <laughs> he, uh crowded stores where people are holding all the toilet paper and water, and um, <laughs> and he is putting not toys a, one, in those aisles. <laughs> and uh, so he sounds a little weird, uh, but hey, he's here. Um, Anthony's here, and I'm here. Um, hey guys, <laughs> obviously this has been a crazy week. How's your week been going? We'll start with you, Anthony. Oh, wow. Um, I'm just, Trey, are you wearing gloves? About that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I wash my hands frequently. So, Trey, here, here's, the, here's what you need to do. The next time you wash your hands, right before you do it, wipe down your phone. Yeah, for As sure. Asking, people forget that. They, you got to wipe your phone right before you wash your hands. Otherwise, you know, uh, I'm doing great. I mean, I'm alive. Uh, I got a lot to be grateful for. And Chicago is, um, you know, we are we are pretty much locked down here, and um, it's it's um, it's kind of like when you go on vacation. It takes about three four days for your vacation clock to set in my pandemic clock is not yet there but um it's getting there i gotta tell you the days go qu- quickly though yeah no i understand well actually i don't know what i'm talking about my day is the same exact as it was <laughs> two weeks. For you, Jason. like no because <laughs> i've literally shut in my house with my baby all day because i'm a stay-at-home dad now everybody's a stay-at-home dad so <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, no, so it doesn't feel like it's changed. We just can't go to Chick fil A. That's pretty much the, the, the difference of our week. It's so freaking hard. It's not. Oh, but anyway, so uh, anything else good happen to you this week, or is it just kind of like you're making it through it, Anthony? Oh, I mean, well, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you know, as my friend Sir Taylor would say, even if the worst thing possible could happen to you, it's still the best thing ever because I'm alive. Nice. We're alive. There are many people that did not wake up alive today. Yeah, for real. And then that number is getting accelerated right now because of this global pandemic. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, shut in our home in Portage Park in the northwest side of Chicago with my amazing wife, Sandra Delgado. She's a writer, director, actor. 
um, superstar singer and um, our 12 and a half year old daughter Stella and our eight month old mini Bernadoodle Coda and um, we got a ton of food and my wife is cooking it up I mean we've had incredible food and I'm, I'm super blessed um, and I'm just thinking about um, our changing world and and uh, and you know trying to get my feet yes and we're we're actually going to spend uh, a good amount of time talking about that today because i think that we all have a kind of uh, a perspective of that and i really appreciate what y'all are doing uh to move forward um trey how how's your week been uh, yeah so my week's been interesting to say the least um <laughs> obviously you know covid 19's great you know it's uh, it's not affected Kentucky. It's not affected Kentucky as much as other places, but um, I think it's only a matter of time because I know the whole San Francisco thing—they're on lockdown for, I believe, a couple weeks. Um, and they're you know they're just shut in, but we're not quite shut in yet. We're just encouraged to have social distancing and not have larger groups um, meeting in larger groups. Um, so with that, I had a gig this weekend and that was canceled. Uh, so I was going to, to, to DJ a wedding and get a, you know, a nice little check and be good to go for until next paycheck. Um, and that is not coming through. So I'm like, Hey folks, I need to borrow some money, please. And thank you. <laughs> so I'm like hurting for cash. And I had to ask my folks to borrow some money. So that's how that's how my week's going, um, which, you know, praise God that I have parents that, that can help me out with that. And we're not all extremely broke like I am. But, um, but yeah, that's my week in a nutshell so far. I'm trying to stay clean, trying to wash my hands as much as possible. I think it's impossible to not touch my face because I, my face is constantly itching. Um, I'm trying to run that into my head to... To not set my face, but it's just this this thing that is a habit that is, is impossible to break. Trey, what you, what you might want to try is if you lay a towel out on a table, uh, you can just kind of face butt the towel and itch your face that way. You might want to try that. Oh, oh yeah, you can do that with stuffed animals. <laughs> oh yeah, if you put a stuffed animal on a on a table and then you just put your face into it. You don't have. Oh to yeah. Use your, that would be an interesting sight if anybody walking by the window and they see that. Like, what is you know, if you actually brought the uh, if you have that, just put a teddy bear hooked up to your phone. So then when you <laughs> I don't have a teddy bear, you just it's like a phone hooked up to your teddy bear, and you just like yeah, yeah I love that Look, idea, man. Winnie the Pooh is in my parents' basement somewhere. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's a common practice now, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that a uh, is there a YouTube tutorial on that? I think it's, yeah, it's under Get Verbalized. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Step one, put, put Beanie Baby on table. Step two, rub your face profusely on Beanie Baby. Step three, yeah. throw away Beanie Baby. <laughs> make, make sure your family is watching. Burn, you, can, burn you, can wash it. you can throw it in the laundry. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you don't have to burn your man. You don't have to, the, the um, beanie babies are a great investment. Don't be burning your beanie babies. I, it was a joke. So y'all are hilarious. 
Um, my week, what did I do? Uh, so I was supposed to be at South by Southwest this week. Um, and that got canceled, which is a bummer because all the classes and stuff are awesome. And I had a show on Thursday. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, uh, definitely just sat around watching way more anime than I need to watch and, uh, uh, playing, uh, Magic the Gathering and, uh, uh, watching a baby, uh, playing. Oh, we bowl a lot. We have a little like mini bowling alley and literally that's all I do. Uh, but now he's this week he started dunking. So I have to just watch him dunk a basketball, um, over and over again. And so okay. that's just a thing he does. And so he'll just, oh, and, and then the thing he started doing this week, he'll just go, when I do something, he'll go, great job, daddy. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. So if I cook oh, dinner wow. or something, he'll be like, great job, daddy. And I'm like, man, that's what I'm talking about. But he won't do that to mom. He'll just be like, great job. <laughs> great job, lady. <laughs> and so, yeah, you you're useless. Um, and then, so today Jeez. I was making, um, uh, hot dogs and french fries for me in the sun. And I was, uh, chopping up the french fries and I chopped off the tip of my pinky. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. always good. So, yeah. It'll grow back. It, it'll grow back. I, I, I actually cut the corner of my left forefinger off while I was dicing ooh, lemons. Ooh. Oh, oh, that's not a good time. I was uh, working at Cafe Barbariba, a Spanish tapas restaurant here in Chicago. They have a medley of apples, lemons, and oranges that they soak in brandy uh, as a garnish for the sangria, and I took the corner of my finger right off. And now, even to this day, that finger has um, got a different little angle uh, on the inner right, and actually, it helps me get a little further up my nose when I'm picking it. Hey, you Nothing know. wrong with that. You gotta. I highly, I highly recommend it. Um, oh, temporary and, pain for a, a permanent uh, increase in the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can get all the way up into the deviated septum and clean it out without having oh. to see a doctor. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> that's great. So what? How much? Uh, how bad did you get it? My finger. Oh, yeah. It's probably just like a. I mean, it's like a a little tiny. Uh, like it's it's a good amount. I mean, the tip of my finger, like the left side of it, like got chopped off. So hey, what were you cutting at the uh, time? Uh, potatoes to make potato chips. Do you know how to cut things? I do. I was using. I, <laughs> I, I was using a mandolin. <laughs> Oh, that's the word. Oh, you didn't cut. No, it. I sliced it off. <laughs> you sliced. Yeah, up. like, like, and 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 the worst color, the worst problem is my skin is the exact same color as the potatoes. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! So you can find oh, it. It was a delicious friendship. <laughs> Dude, I'm oh, just playing. I totally on. found it. Mandolin. Oh, it was a little oh. tiny. Is that the first time? Was that the first time you cut yourself on uh, a mandolin? No, not my first time. I uh, oh, first time you found I'm an actually really good cook, and so um, but uh, it's it's funny. I one thing I don't do well is be in a hurry, and so I've worked in kitchens before, and it's gone very bad. Once I deep fried my entire hand, um, like oh. my entire palm. 
I, uh, I was making chips and, uh, in this giant griddle and, uh, a giant, like fr- a stir fry thing. And then I poured it on a griddle. Um, and then I went to wipe off the grease from the griddle and my, my, uh, rag got caught and uh, my whole entire palm of my hand got deep fried. Oh, yeah. And so, um, the best part about the story was that, uh, I was, it was a lunch shift and I was the only pizza chef they had. And so I had worked the dinner shift. (laughs) So we sterilized the needle, poked a hole in that bad boy, squished all the juices out, stuck 25 gloves on and then duct taped my hand. (laughs) I made pizzas for the night. So right now we're going to do a quiz. It's going to be Anthony versus Trey. And uh, it's just going to be a, it's going to be a pop culture quiz. So actually this might, this might be close. Um, but, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a que- answer. I'm going to ask you, a, blah, 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 ask you a question and then you're going to give me an answer. <laughs> um, if you can't think of it automatically, I'll give you some extra options, but, um, we'll just have, um, one person answer and then the next person answer, and then we'll rotate. And so try not to cheat, but you're going to cheat sometimes. It's what it is. So we're going to start, oh. we're going to start with, um, Trey, um, mainly because uh, I don't think you're going to get this one right. Um, Try uh, who was John F. Kennedy's wife? Miss John F. Kennedy. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, do you have? An, is, is that your final answer? I mean, her last name's Kennedy. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, Anthony. <laughs> what would you say? Uh, um, John F. Kennedy's wife. Her name is not. She doesn't. Oh, uh, Elizabeth. Oh, me, hey, uh, actually, I just thought of something. Hey, uh, Anthony, let me give you some options. It was Barbara Kennedy. Jacqueline Kennedy, Carol you Kennedy, be kidding me. you freaky piece of garbage, or Meryl Kennedy, you piece of garbage, Jacqueline Kennedy. <laughs> yes, you're right, Jacqueline Kennedy. You're piece amazing. Oh, garbage. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. uh, so uh, here's the thing, though. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> you weren't, but but uh, that was easy. Um, what happened in Roswell to make it famous? Uh, there were UFO sightings. Oh, maybe that was the answer. Um, oh, Trey, what do you think? The first case, the first case of COVID-19 back in the day. Wow. It was popular. Well, uh, Anthony, you got it right again. You're winning two to zero. Um, uh, we're going to start with, uh, you're not going to get this on Trey, uh, Trey, uh, here's your question. When did the Berlin wall come down? Would you like some options? I would like some options. All right. Uh, it's after 1945 though. Yes. Uh, maybe 1980, 1985, 1989 or 1992. 1985. 1985. Um, what do you think, Anthony? Berlin Wall, what are those? Uh, um, the years are uh, 
1989. You piece of garbage. Um, 1989. <laughs> yes! Good job, Anthony! You don't even have to give him the right answers. I'm just getting him wrong. <laughs> I know. It was a slip. It's highway robbery. Well, here's the truth. On that one, I just made up the numbers and I didn't remember them. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. All right, all right, all right. What you what you heard me say was 1985. What I actually said was 1989. You know what? I think you're right. Uh, oh, it's two one, a <laughs> uh, three one. Anthony, um, uh, Trey got a point there. <laughs> um, here we go. Uh, um, Trey, uh, we're gonna start with you. We're gonna go with you again. Who invented Let's the air? Who invented the airplane? The Wright brothers. Um, what do you think, uh, Anthony? Orville and Wilbur Wright. Nice. Uh, both y'all are correct. The score now is four two. Um, all right, uh, Anthony. Um, here's a, here's an easy here's an uh, a hard question for you. Um, and I'm gonna actually let you go without uh, questions. I think you'll be able to get it. What was America's ban on alcohol called? Last call. <laughs> What do you think, Trey? Say that, say that question again. Um, what was America's ban on alcohol called? Prohibition. Prohibition. Oh, no. It's 4-3. Um, Trey is coming back. Um, let me look here. Let me last find out. Call. Oh, I'm dead. It's, not, it's, not, it's not last call? No, it was, it was prohibition. <laughs> you go to a bar, like, no, like it is very common. If you go to a bar and they're going to stop serving, they'll say "last." Oh my god, that's a oh good. That is a good. I answer. knew that's what he was saying. Oh. Probation. By the way, probation is, is a thing where you get in trouble with the law. You're on a uh, like a period of uh, uh, you're on a cautionary period. It's, that's not what you think. That's not no alcohol. It's cool. Oh, oh, you're right. Good thing I said prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> pro inhibition is somebody who does not have any inhibitions whatsoever. Oh my god. Somebody that runs naked down the street. Will Farrell is pro inhibition. I can't work. I can't work. Anyways. <laughs> one last question. You won one, so you should know that. Um, the last question, Anthony, is uh, which member of the Beatles married o Oko Yono? Oh, no. How that, what was her name? What was her name? <laughs> Yoko Ono. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you think, Anthony? Peter Gabriel. Do you need options? That's okay. Trey's not getting it right either. Uh, what do you think, Trey? Uh, I need options, but I know who it is. Uh, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, or George Harrison? Neither of them. <laughs> or John Lennon? John Lennon. All right. It's 4-4. Uh, I knew it was four. John. I just couldn't remember. His last it name. was 4-4. Um, we're this tied. This is crazy. How is this happening right well, now? Well, because Anthony's <laughs> letting you win. Um, and Because <laughs> it's comedian. funny. Yes, because he's hilarious. He's already won because he made me laugh harder than you ever have. Oh, that, he's uh, supposed to win. All right. And so the question 
they all right everybody knows who um so my question for you is we all know about the moon landing um who was the third person to land on the moon <laughs> trey yikes like Sama from one punch man all right what do you what do you think anthony do you need some options yes please all right um it can be uh, Buzz Aldrin, um, Pete Conrad, Buzz Lightyear, or Buzz Lightyear. Uh, um, it's got to be Buzz Aldrin. It's either Buzz Aldrin, Buzz Lightyear, or Pete Cochran. Uh, I'm it going could with be. He said Aldrin. Maybe Pete Cochran. I'm just saying that out loud. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I think it was the Flintstones vitamins. That's what, that's who landed on the moon. That's, that's what I'm going by right now. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, my God. And the best part about that is the um, you are correct, because the next question was, who is one of the best directors of all time? You were correct, oh my God. and you won the quiz. <laughs> Great job. Hey! Great, great job, Anthony. Phenomenal. Um, that was amazing. Um, great job. I love it. Trying very hard, Trey. I thought you I love it. You did a great job. Um Thank you. I actually think I did do a pretty good job. You, you you came back. It was it was really good. It was a good He said you don't know this. It's like me. Hey, do I Yeah. So here you go. So now um let's actually be uh you know one percent more serious and uh mm. let's talk about this crazy world that we're in now um our awesome guest anthony here um uh, as of me is also uh is an uh is an entertainer and uh that is really uh that has really uh changed our the last few weeks have changed our entire um focus i i uh i run a um theater company here in Chicago called Collaboration. You can find us online at collaboration.org. And we use theater as our tool to incite uh, social change. And we are in the midst of our 23rd season. And we were developing a musical satire about classism and, and colonialism in the United States. And uh, we've just um, are about to announce that we're postponing that Collaboration is, um, you know, we do a lot of open source submissions so people around the city and the country can submit their work to us through collaboration.org. And we had a festival we did in, for 15 years in Chicago. It was called Sketchbook. It was seven minutes or less music and visual art. And in the beginning, it was house music DJs and uh, this painter, Wesley Kimler. And we would throw these kind of rave-inspired theater parties and um sounds like my kind of party yeah it was we we the first one was done in january 2000 and it was really about expanding the medium of theater and making it attractive and desirable to diverse you know folks in their 20s and 30s in chicago because the world of theater had been for most kind of like a really boring thing that you did in the back of a theater on a field trip as a kid, listening to some old white guys talk about how old and white they were. And, um, you know, we wanted to bring the social aspect back to it. 
and uh, Sketchbook became kind of a rite of passage in Chicago theater. Um, it was really rocking, and we launched a lot of careers, um, writers, directors. Michael Shannon did a piece with us back in 2008. You guys know Michael Shannon, the actor. 2012, we decided to uh, change the nature of our work when we started making devised theater about our most critical social issues. And in Chicago, that um, is all around inequity and racism, poverty. Um, and so we did a show called Crime Scene about the root cause of violence in Chicago. That went on to tour for four years for over 125 performances for over 25,000 people. Free shows, panels, workshops. And then I, I emcee it dance battle tournament inside of a geodesic dome called the Dome of Dance. We did that all over the city as a metaphor for nonviolent conflict resolution. We'd pop up a 24-foot geodesic dome, uh, Buckmeister Fuller style, and we could get it up in about 90 minutes and, uh, you know, um, battle dance. No touching was the only rule. You don't dance against your opponent. You dance for your opponent. And, um, you know, shake it, don't break it. It took your mama 10 months to make it. Let's get it on. DJ drops the beat. Ding, ding, ding. I'm on a wireless mic, and we got Grandma versus Shorty in the middle of Inglewood, you know. So we did that. Yeah, and all kinds of different events. And um, so then we started um, really focusing on cultivating art voices from the south and west side of Chicago folks that have been systemically left out of Chicago's thriving entertainment, TV, film, theater industry. And we found by lifting up those authentic voices, not only were we creating new career paths and audience spaces, but we were actually creating some healing in the city. And we were helping uh, people with privilege, power, and influence find their role. Chicago's got a, a slow dripping genocide that's just been taking lives and opportunities and happiness from a lot of our, our, our folks on the south and west side. So that's what we're all about. And now all of a sudden, you know, this pandemic is hit and what we're concerned about is it's gonna hit it's gonna hit people differently. Some people barely touch them, you know, it just means they're not gonna go out. But they're going to have all the great things they've always had as far as food and drink and access and power. There are people that are already in a food uh, desert or pharmaceutical desert or have low income already. And um, it's going to start getting very, very difficult for, for people just to get, get through the day and the week. So we all need to be ready to lean into being there for people in need right now. Um, you know, I'm thinking in five days, there's going to be a lot of new people, um, that are sick, that we're out partying at bars on St. Patrick's day. It's going to start hitting our young people as well as our old people. I mean, if we just look at Italy, we're 10 days behind them. And, um, I think that we will all look back and listen to this podcast, for example, in 90 days and we'll go, wow. We, we, we had no idea the tsunami, the cultural tsunami that is going to take away uh, a lot of our jobs, a lot of our 
careers. Um, and when that tsunami washes back to shore, you know, we need to be ready to um, take advantage of the clean slate and, and make some changes in the way we treat each other as a people. And it's, it's fun because even listening to y'all's story um, about theater and things like that, it, you've always you've always morphed, and so it's just going to be interesting to see what it morphs into after this. You know, we are always changing. Change is the only inevitable thing. It's just now that the, we're not going to. We are no longer in. We cannot control or try to harness or ride the change. You know, the the. I mean, I, I really look at system change quite a bit because. An individual can change, and you can help guide somebody through a personal transformation. And we use theater to cultivate knowledge and empathy that otherwise would not be there. And then we get people using dialogue and action to then make those make that knowledge and empathy actually something that renders itself in your life. And we try to do that a lot of that around racism and classism in Chicago. So bringing diverse people together to hear each other's stories and connect with one another. But, um, but, but system change is very difficult to uh, manifest, right? You, you need either, I mean, slow shifting system change does happen, of course, over decades. Um, and you can look at civil rights, you know, from slavery to Jim Crow, to the civil rights movement, to Black Lives Matter, we can see, yeah, there's some system changes that have been happening. But other than a revolution of some kind of, you know, upheaval, usually that is violent, um, it takes a, a natural disaster of this set, of this magnitude, to force quick and instant system change. So that's what we got and you know the thing is is we have to remember that this is our fault uh there's a bill gates 2015 ted talk where he basically is like our you know we are going to get a pandemic the question is when and how bad is it going to be you know here's the smartest person in our country the most success, maybe, you know, one of the five smartest people in our, in our country, basically a modern day Einstein who created computing as we know it, telling us we are going to have a virus and it's going to knock out, you know, 10% of the world's population. And here's how we beat it. He actually says, here's how we stop it. And, um, and here we are. I mean, it's like the Steven Soder movie contagion um, it, you know we, we all knew this was was a as an issue but really we we're all too busy being in our own worlds and our own silos we definitely we definitely do not have the leadership in place the fact that this disease is as crazy as it is is just the simple fact that americans don't take it as serious as we need to be taking it because uh i think I don't know if it's just like a mentality or if it's just like, a, oh, we'll be okay. But I think going back to what um, you were saying about uh, leadership in this country right now, and I don't necessarily want to get into politics, but the, I was just listening about 
um, how Trump was handling the situation, and it just was kind of, it just made me not want to listen to anything he was saying, um, because all he had to say was, things are good, and it will magically disappear. And if you actually believe that, and you're telling a nation a giant lie, you do not deserve to leave this nation. Um, and then when, when, Penn, or when Penn got up, I actually like listening to what he had to say. He was very reassuring. He was saying we're doing everything we can, even if, you know, they may or may not be doing that, which, uh, you know, you would hope that they're doing. But the fact that you are listening to a giant lie in your face in front of a nation of people um, is despicable. Um, and it's very scary because we've never experienced anything like this, ever, period. Um, and it is a very scary time. I think the media doesn't do a great representation of what it is. The CDC is doing everything they can to contain, um, learn about this virus, and um, um, essentially, hopefully, neutralize it. But I mean, it's got to run its course. It does what it does. The virus spreads. Um, but I think, as far as Americans, we don't take things as serious as we need to be taking it. And people are not self-quarantined, and people are going and you know stocking up on toilet paper. There is, I mean, it's I've never seen. This amount of craziness in my life because there is situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, does, does it mean has anybody ever heard of a shower? I'm just. <laughs> I mean, the toilet's right beside the the shower. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand the situation. Don't have a bidet. I mean, no, no. But but yeah, like it's we uh we actually we got it we got a bidet uh, they're sold out online <laughs> oh now but God. we did get one the other day. Really, but you we, actually have I one? I haven't I haven't installed it yet. Um, yeah, we got one. As the stay at home parents, uh, potty training is my least. Uh, I am. I thought I was good at things, but potty training is one of those things. Just like okay. Now, at this point, I'm kind of at the point where I kind of want to do the naked move where I just let him poop and pee everywhere so he can figure out that that's not what you do. But then I realized I don't want to be the guy to clean that all up all day and it's kind of my job. So, well, you know, it's it's hard to teach somebody something that you yourself are not. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I'll jump in the shower. <laughs> We know what you use the shower for. We know. Oh, it's good for you. That's why the bottom's brown. Yeah. Yeah, it cleans your feet. Part is Jason wears socks to the shower, so I mean they used to be white socks too. <laughs> oh, I see how y'all are jerks. Um, hey, look, Trey, you have somebody on your side for once. Um, Praise the Lord. I know. Oh, uh, uh, no, I'm not saying like when you go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom in the shower. I'm just saying if you ran on a toilet paper, just take a shower. Like, don't freak out. It's fine. You know, I mean, you know. And if you have, and if you're in the shower and you got to go to the bathroom, don't freak out. I'm off, guys. You're what you're telling me right now, Anthony, is that if you had to pee or bathroom 
in the bathroom, <laughs> in the shower, you poop. <laughs> Is that the correct term? <laughs> or, or you would, you would then get out of the shower to go to the bathroom. Um, do you know the dangers that that portrays? You could fall. You could bust your head. You could hurt yourself. Now, what I'm not saying is that every time I get right before I get in the shower, I ask a little private question myself. And now I don't even have to think about it. I say, hey, do you have to take a poop right now, Anthony? And if I have to take a poop, I do it before the shower. I I never get in the middle of a shower and I go, oh, I have to poop. I forgot to ask myself. I would suggest that you implement a little. My father taught me this. And then, um, and then when I, I remember I was playing football, I was at football practice in high school. And this guy, Andy, was like, yeah, man, I pee in the shower every day. And I was like, what? You pee in the shower, dude? On your feet? That's the grossest thing I've ever heard, man. Hey, doggy, he pees in the shower. You pee in the shower. Everybody's like, oh. And then one day, next thing I know, I was just peeing in the shower every day. <laughs> and, and now, you know, as long as you don't pee at the end of the shower, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, the one thing about having a baby is very uh is funny is because he'll be in the bathtub and then next thing I know he'll be like yucky and I'm like what's yucky and then I realize oh there's turds in the toilet in the in the in the oh bathtub. My and so but the problem <laughs> oh, is yeah. he still it's wants just a to, big toilet it's just he a still big wants toilet. to oh he knows he knows that this is not a toy thank goodness and uh, so he gets out. The worst part is he still wants to take a bath. So what I've learned now is I just transfer. I just go to the other bathtub. You know, I drain this one out. I put disinfectant, throw all the stuff out. But then I have to move him to another bathtub, which is weird in general. But it's like, uh, it's like, hey, he still he still doesn't just because he pooped in there doesn't mean he doesn't still want a bath. But I'm like, do we have to redo the whole process? You should do the cat. You should do the Caddyshack uh, bit where you put a baby Ruth in the bathroom, and then when he says "do" to no, you, go, "No, you take it and you eat it." That <laughs> <laughs> looks like poop. Yeah. Uh, bro, that's a terrible idea for. But you no, know, here's the thing. Here's the thing that happens. Do you guys do this? Do you find so? There's this thing that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna clean the shower, right? So I get some like. Um, some cleaner, maybe it's got some uh, bleach in it, and I'm scrubbing, and I'm like, man, I really got to get in there, you know? I take my shirt off, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take a shower, and I'm going to clean this, you know? Then I'm, <laughs> I do that. I do I'm, that. I'm buck naked, with <laughs> my hand, I'm <laughs> and I'm like, this is the dirty, I'm naked doing the dirtiest thing ever. And, and, and I, and I, I just, and then, but then you could like take it, you turn the shot to the shower to like scalding hot and you just burn it all away and you get it, your showers clean and you're clean and you can use some of that bleach on your, on your undercarriage and you're ready to go. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, hold on. Pause. No, it's like soft scrub. That's what it's for. That's why it's called. So that's why it's called soft scrub. 
<laughs> I do my feet, my hands, you know. And I'm like, I feel like I am like uh, been dipped in bleach. It's a birthday suit of bleach. Yeah, and it only burns for a little bit. So it's just like, uh, it's just like only you, a little bit. Yeah, you just take off the top couple layers. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's the best way to do it. I think. Uh, Trey, you do that. You clean your shower naked. Uh, from time to time. I could never see a woman doing that. I think that's a guy thing. <laughs> it's funny because my dad, my dad used to do that. He's like, well, I mean, I, what's the point? I mean, you're, you're getting all dirty and, and, you know, bleach is on you. It's like, oh. I've never considered doing that ever. Like, there's not yeah. a part. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but, but you'll poop in the shower. No, I never yeah. poop in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I never poop in the shower. That makes sense. I don't poop in the shower. Yeah, exactly. You poop in the shower, and you poop in the shower. You're like, oh, you're never in the shower. <laughs> Which, out of all the people that needs and to clean the shower, it, it would be me. And he doesn't clean it. Yeah, I would never, yeah. Oh, I would never, ever clean the shower. <laughs> All right, all right, y'all win, y'all win. Um, I will uh, next time remember when I poop in the shower, which I do not do, uh, to clean it, uh, which I do do. Um, what the <laughs> do you do? Well, you you were basically saying you use your shower as a full body bidet. No, I'm saying if you had to, you could. Uh, but yeah, so. What kind of things are y'all actually, as, as we somehow get back to the topic, uh, uh, Anthony, what are some things y'all are doing now that things we're, are changing? Uh, we're just, you know, we're, we're getting ready to roll out a new project that will take, uh, open submissions of videos of two minutes or less, photography, writing, music, uh, or visual art, um, that is speaking and exploring, uh, our connect to our connection to one another and the solidarity through solitude that is happening right now in our, in our country. So uh, that'll be um, launched by uh, Monday of next week. Um, if people want to find out about that, they can go to collaboration.org and, um, and submit. And um, we will be curating and uh, repackaging and distributing uh, content through our social media channels. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, we got a lot of great artists that we work with in Chicago and beyond, and people are turning to art right now to figure out, you know, um, what's going on and what's coming up and how we can still um, be there for one another. And so we, uh, we're going to just keep our mission to incite social change through deep collaboration and cultivating knowledge, dialogue, empathy, and action. And, uh, uh, you know, we're going to be okay. We're, we, we might actually come out of this a better version of ourselves. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about our leadership. And, and in this country, you get the, the leaders um, that you deserve as a people, as, as a citizenry. And um, I think that, you know, it's okay we, you know, we, we, uh, we're not perfect. You know, we have a long way. Civilization is not done. You know, we have a long ways to go before we're civilized. But, um, but in these moments, we can um, hopefully 
um, remember all the great things that we have and uh, how fortunate we are in this country to be um, have an infrastructure and a wealth um, unparalleled on on the globe and and one another and um, and maybe even to those all around the planet. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's it's very it's very interesting for sure. I think um, I think um, <laughs> it's funny because my uh, my sister got fired, but the reason she got fired was the fact that their offices are closed and therefore they can't pay their associates because they're not at work. Temporary leave and so they can actually get paid during this time. So it was interesting how she you know, gave it to my mom over the phone. She said, hey, mom got fired. <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay, wow. Uh, and, you know, she has a degree and um, she, the fact that she told my mom that she's freaking out a little bit. She obviously told, told her why, but um, I think it's just time to just so crazy. Uh, but I think I, I agree with that. Just with we are going to be coming out of this differently. I think hygiene in general is going to be hygiene standards might elevate. You know, they might be um, taking things a little bit more seriously, even especially after this event. Um, who knows? They might have new products coming out. Um, um, that we've never heard of, that we've never seen. Um, I think uh, a lot of uh, people I know are already affected by it, regardless if they're exposed or not. I think they're just really just trying to shut themselves in and just, just not get the um, getting the, the virus in. Uh, now it's time to say goodbye. No, I'm just playing. Now we're going to do, we're going to do that. It's that time, Trey. <laughs> what time are you talking about? It's that time. It's time for question of the day. So I'm going to read some questions from Twitter and we're going to answer them. And, um, all right. All right. And so, uh, one of the questions of the day today, uh, guys just need your thoughts or answers or, you know, um, anything you'd like to say in this situation. And I think this is one of the best, uh, best, uh, scheduled ones I've seen. Uh, it's by Jeremy G's at Jeremy G's uh, on Twitter. And the question of the day is, where is Dustin Hoffman when you need him? And there's a picture of the outbreak trailer of the outbreak uh, thing. Any any thoughts, guys? Where do you think Dustin Hoffman is? At this Dustin point? Hoffman? He's, um, he's probably uh, in his wine cellar. Yes. Uh, playing with... Uh, <laughs> Little Rain Man uh, figures of him and Tom Cruise. Do they? Do they? Do they have Rain Man action figures? Because they do. I think I want some of those. I'm just. I'm just saying that out loud. Uh, um, 142 Rain Man action figures. Yeah, actually, Trey, have you ever even seen Trey Outbreak? Do you even know what I'm talking about right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> I realized how late of a reference that was. Um, the Immortal Garrison, um, it's Aaron Garrison 88, says, oh, which Mario game is your favorite? What do you think? Uh, oh, the original Mario Brothers. Cool. Uh, no. What? Wow. <laughs> I'm Trey, joking. 
guys, relax. I mean, if, it's uh, a classic. You can't, if I'm going to be honest with you, Anthony, I mean, that's the one I played the most, right? Like, definitely when Mario Brothers came out, that was the jam. I played that junk every single day, every single moment uh, as a kid. And I remember, uh, and, and now I look back and I'm like, really? That was my favorite thing? Uh, but yeah. Uh, Trey, what's your favorite Mario game? So if we're talking non-platformer, um, Super, or excuse me, Paper Mario for the 64. Yep. Um, phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Uh, I spent either Super Mario Sunshine or Mario, or uh, Paper Mario, uh, because it was just so new. It was so like, it took the 2D Mario, put, put him in a 3D world of paper. And everything is more or less 2D because of the title. Um, but you're moving around in a three-dimensional space. And, and it's an RPG, and you you go, and when you actually attack a character, um, it goes into this little battle scene, and you it's a turn-based fighting game, and it's phenomenal. And it's easily hands-down favorite Mario game. Okay. Okay. Um, my, mine's going to be Mario Tennis. Are you just saying that? No, it's one of my favorite games. I love Mario Tennis. So. Yeah, Mario Tennis is great. I mean, Super Smash Bros. is dope, too. I think that counts as a Mario game. Nah. Um, no. More, yeah. more of a just Nintendo. Uh, now that we uh, now that we have uh, all our festivals have been canceled, and uh, there's no, there's no yeah. ACL, there's yeah. none of these things, what is the next big conference or festival that's going to come out in this new uh COVID-19 world guys uh give me your uh, funniest answer on what would be the f- the the newest uh craze of conferences or festivals that's going to happen uh, in this new world sanitizer fest sanitizer fest nice nice what do you think anthony uh bubble fest where everybody is in uh, their own um, bubble and bouncing off each other in a isolated plastic bubble. Yeah, that's that'd be fun. I mean, they like have like the bubble party, and then they have like uh, bubble sports. Um, yeah, and we I, all watch yeah. the dome. Yeah. Oh, bubble dance parties inside of a dome. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, bubble races. <laughs> oh, bubble. Oh, we just help. We just push people down hills and bubbles. That sounds fun. Um, <laughs> Imagine if they played football in bubbles. Yeah, have you ever seen the the? They have like a like sport a where they do that, where it's like a, where it's like bubble Soccer ball. Ball. Yeah, and so yeah, that's a thing. But yeah, so really no, I mean, the virtual reality actually might be the thing that gets the biggest boost right now. Yeah, because I can't believe I didn't think of that. A lot has been um, you know invested in virtual reality, and it really hasn't caught on yet but it it it, it they're gonna have movies where there are basically video games or choose your own adventure virtual reality narrative sequences that you can go through and um you know i, I i'd be very curious to see um how quickly avatars and you know virtual nightclubs and sure. concerts and entertainment venues pop up um, 
you know, this is probably going to really light a fire. No, I, I agree. I, I'm a big wrestling fan. And so WrestleMania got canceled, uh, for April, um, because, uh, take away, we're not going to do this show anymore. Uh, we're going to do it with no audience. And, uh, that is crazy. Watching wrestling with no audience is insane. But in my head, what I thought is, why don't they combine the two things together? Um, virtual reality and live shows. So why don't want, well, they could actually make it where everybody was able to watch the show in a server using their face and their face would be put into the crowd. And then like, once you had like 70,000 people reacting, just using their webcams, um, it would sound like a loud audience watching a show. And so you could actually make it, I mean, or you could even do like a video game situation and you replace all the little characters with just random avatars, as you were saying. Um, and you can just stick them in an audience. So I, I'd be, I would love it. Now it'd be annoying because somebody came and took my idea, but that'd be a fun idea. Like is to mix virtual and, and, uh, and live events together as a thing. So, but yeah, no, uh, those, that's mine, uh, is that there would be mixtures of the two. It would be like a virtual, it would be a concert, but then all my fans would be like virtual avatars. So it'd be like a Looney Tunes or a Space Jam, but for live concerts. <laughs> I think, so. I think what's crazy is there's already one of the biggest, um, Twitch channel, um, I guess streams is a thing called Just Chatting. And literally, there's a streamer that goes and literally, I mean, it's like a live podcast, more or less. And they just talk about, they just talk about whatever. And um, it's essentially them chatting with their chat. And I think that's along the same lines of what you're talking about is, yeah. but more of a virtuality, like people are there, or people are watching, people are paying attention, shouting, whatever. Um I think that'd be an insane idea. So what are some things we talked about today? Uh, Anthony, anything that you would make sure that I put in the wrap? Pandemic. Uh-huh. Bidet. Bidet, yep. Oh, my gosh. Video games. Video games, uh-huh. Potty trains. Potty trains, yep. Daddy does that. Art. Farts? Theater. We didn't talk about farts. Farts. Mm, okay. Uh, anything else, Trey, that you want us to talk about in the wrap? Yeah, art. Theater. Dance. Theater, oh, art. Yo, I thought you said farts. I was confused. Oh, yeah. um, I said art. We did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Start up that beatbox, buddy. The days of the place. Okay, here we go now. We talked about all these crazy things now with Anthony Mosley. I was like, oh, we were doing the collaboration. I was trying to flow. Oh, we were talking about life in this pandemic. I knew that things would be crazy and dynamic, but now I can't find it. Only if I get it. They want me in the middle, but I still can't even rip it. Now I know sometimes I get it when we flow. We did a quiz. About pop culture, bro. And oh, oh, I guess Trey didn't know about John Lennon's wife. And I'm like, oh, go. But he still lost, cause I made sure that he won that Anthony was on the tree and winning. Only if it's gone the ride. And I'm dreaming, cause I'm doing what I'm doing is tight. Mm-hmm. 
We talked about our week and how it didn't go so amazing And we could speak and trade Not washing his hands, only wearing no gloves And we trying to get it, man, only if I can't get it But we know that it's real And Anthony's just chilling, canceled his stuff and ill But they still trying to make a difference Changing this world and then they fill in the red this Yep, yep, we talked about farts No, we didn't talk about farts standing in the park Oh, we talked about having fun We talked about serious things and giving it one hmm. whack yes i know that it's whack and only if i can't get it back like that and they would like so many dreams that i could have only if i get it down because they running it man yeah yeah i don't poop in the shower i just need y'all to know that i'm running around not pretending like it's everything i never seen sometimes i'm looking because i'm waiting b i was just saying if you have no tp after you're done watch up in the shower g i'm not saying to go to the restroom there that's kind of weird only if you stand there but they destroyed me talking about it and then my son was potty trained and i had it yeah is that still hard and i'm messing that up but i can get it sometimes and i don't even know what's up yep but now i gotta be i know that sometimes they looking because i gotta be in the shower only if i can't be sour they only looking for their time and they run a hour oh no what are we doing with the photo tripping out like we get it what we don't know we talked about video games and virtual reality Reality, coming like a crazy thing that we could ever see yeah it's amazing now we can't go but now we're gonna do some social change and let go but that's what i know that's where i go anyways i guess i'm done with this flow and there you go there's your uh your freestyle rap about everything we talked about anthony uh thank you again man for being on the show thank you for uh bearing with us on this and you were very very funny i really appreciated you um what's the uh what's the way for people to check out the uh yeah, you go to collaboraction.org or you can find Collaboraction on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, but the the project will be taking submissions directly through collaboraction.org. And yeah, we're just trying to um, connect one another in this very isolated time. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and speaking of connecting one another, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. We need to make sure that you're talking to us, listening to us. Uh, you can always email us back at flows for you pod at gmail.com. And you can even give us topics or questions that you'd like us to ask, um, on the podcast or even just talk about, um, doesn't really matter. We appreciate you so much that you even listen to this and, uh, uh, a couple of goober heads rapping and bringing on cool people. So thank you so much guys. And we really appreciate Appreciate it. Uh, Trey, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Other than uh, feel free to check us out on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. We're, please, like you said, email us uh, questions of the day, um, and we will possibly host those on our uh, podcast. But uh, feel free to reach out to us, and we'll uh, try to get back to you guys so that we can uh, get some more content flowing. Yep. Thank you so much, guys, and have an awesome, awesome week. We'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. This is so, what the heck?